welcome to Leo Roundtable at leoroundtable.com. My name is Chip DeBlock and I'm your host. We're a group of law enforcement professionals that talk about law enforcement issues and the news, but we do it from a law enforcement perspective. And let me go ahead and introduce our crew to you guys. If you don't mind waiting for the video portion of our show, we have a special guest this evening. Uh, yes, he is the executive vice president of the Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association Foundation, uh, Don Mihalik. So uh, thanks for being on the show. Also, we have, I believe, all retired this evening. Uh, we have um, Special Agent Mike Roach. We have Lieutenant Randy Sutton. We have Chief John Newman, Captain Brett Bartlett, Corporal David D. Gresta, Producer Will Statzer. So thanks, guys, for being on the show. I think I got everybody. Also, a shout-out to our sponsors. We have Galls, uh, Guardian Alliance Technologies, MyMedicare.Live, GunLearn.com, tac-tote.com and we are also fueled by bang energy um so uh, thanks to all those entities for helping make the show happen we've got a uh, you know a great lineup but i'm real excited about the uh, about the first couple main stories the first one is why we have don um uh, especially while we have him on the show he, he may be back hopefully uh but we've got the title is new jersey's attorney general loses attempt to deny leosa rights now leosa is the law enforcement officer safe um law enforcement officers um rights to carry concealed but it's it's nationwide so it's kind of like a, it's also known as hr 218 so uh but it's it's there uh the act that the uh, president put in place new jersey's attorney general and and i don't want to steal your thunder don but just the the general article of new jersey's attorney general just lost its next battle in its attempt to deny leosa rights and after the successful u.s district court ruling uh ordering new jersey to fully implement leosa um, the state filed a motion for a stay to that order as well as a motion to appeal the ruling to the third federal circuit court the third circuit just denied the state's request for the stay forcing the state to fully implement leosa per the original order so while we await the ruling on the appeal it says new jersey is now now has no option but to allow full leosa uh, carry per the district court's ruling uh which is pretty which is pretty major so uh so don we'll uh we'll get your mic unmuted I, i'd like you to start this off if you don't mind sure. and wait so hey guys thanks for having me on the show um so the law enforcement officer safety act is enshrined in 18 usc 926c that's the federal statute which is the governing statute of leosa it was enacted in 2004 in president bush it was passed by congress its sponsor was senator pat Leahy, believe it or not democrat out of vermont um bipartisan and they created it because they wanted to even the playing field across the country for law enforcement officers not only retired so you could carry anywhere in the country but also for active officers which many people forget leosa tore down the walls between jurisdictional lines because back in the old days especially in the northeast area if a new york city cop went over to new jersey jersey would arrest them if a jersey cop went into new york new york would arrest them because they'd say they're not allowed to carry a gun in their state or in their jurisdiction so when Leosa was enacted, it got rid of this crazy jurisdictional nonsense that was going on between active duty law enforcement officers. And it also created a retired carry authority for uh, retired or former law enforcement officers so they could carry across the 50 states and the territories the same way in a similar fashion as when they weren't on active duty with some limited exceptions that can't carry in state office buildings, you can't carry on state property and private property can restrict you. So outside of those um, restrictions, Leosa authorizes a limited concealed carry waiver across the country um, and in all the territories of the United States. It's been amended four times since it was passed, uh, 2013 being the last amendment, I should say three times, 2013 being the last amendment where they added Department of Defense uh, law enforcement officers within the Leosa statute. 
So to become to be considered Leosa qualified presently, you have to have 10 years of good service with any law enforcement agency where you're able to make arrests and investigate crimes. You have to have uh, no discipline or mental health histories. You have to have qualified within the last year and you've had to leave the agency within good standing. At that point in time, an agency can issue you what some call a Leosa credential, what my former agency, the Secret Service, used to call a firearms identification card that has demographic information on it, similar to a driver's license that says you're Leosa qualified. If you have, if you come from an agency that has, issues you a retired credential that puts it on a retired credential, then that technically suffices as a Leosa credential that documents that you are a Leosa qualified law enforcement officer. So that is the gist of Leosa and why it was why it was enacted. You guys got any questions? What? For one, that was a beautiful breakdown, you know, because a lot of people, most guys in my, you know, from from the guys I run into down here in in Florida, HR two one eight, everybody knows, um, Leosa. Some people know the Law Enforcement Officer Safety Act. Almost nobody's heard of. So HR two eighteen was the original bill number for the Law Enforcement Officer Safety Act in two thousand and four. So it's actually inaccurate. And if there's any agency in a country that still refers to it as HR two eighteen, they're citing uh, two thousand and four law not the current statute. Currently, 18 U.S.C. 926C is the federal statute that governs Law Enforcement Officer Safety Act qualifications, um, governs identifications, and governs who is and who is not considered LEOSA qualified. So that is the governing federal statute, which is where it brings us to New Jersey, because the state of New Jersey, and a few others, but New Jersey most flagrantly, they decided that they didn't like the federal statute when it was enacted in 2004, and they created their own state laws and regulatory schemes to limit or impinge qualified LEOSA officers from carrying. It was so bad that in the original Senate testimony or original Senate committee hearings when they created LEOSA, Senator Kennedy said that LEOSA is going to undo strict state gun laws like in New Jersey. That's how bad it was. So... Leosa comes into play. Jersey passes its laws for decades. New Jersey and the attorney general in New Jersey tell its law enforcement officers, federal, state, local, and retired, that unless you conform to Jersey laws, you're not Leosa qualified. And in Jersey, you had to be retired. You had to qualify per the Jersey standard, which was some crazy active duty standard. You had to apply for what was called an RPO permit, a retired police officer permit from the state police. And it was a May issue. It wasn't a shall issue. The state reserved the right to deny you your RPO permit. And they charge you 50 bucks for the thing. <laughs> so, because Jersey needs to make its money, right? So, so, you, so you have the federal statute, which was flagrantly ignored by the state of New Jersey. And then you have the Jersey laws, which became the, the, the bedrock in Jersey of what Leosa carries, what Leosa uh, qualifications are. So ingrained so that to this day, if you talk to any officer in New Jersey, they have no idea what 18 U.S.C. 926C, except for when a lawsuit came out. Prior to that, they had no idea. The AG has no idea what 18 uh, U.S.C. 926C, because they st still try to deny it. Wow. Well, I, I know that um, Lieutenant Randy, I, I think, has got a question for you. We've got about four minutes before our first commercial break. And I, I forgot to mention, Don, that the uh, it'll start flashing red when we get close to break cool. time. We have to do the break. But uh, sure. Lieutenant Randy, did you, did you want to throw something in there real quick? Yeah, I just had a question. If you're familiar with now that uh, Hochul in New York is doing her level best to deny, uh, you know, 
people who uh, CCW all over, you know, the state of New York by in, invoking her crazy laws. Will Sensitive that affect Leosa carriers? So a great question, and I've gotten this a lot. So New York State, believe it or not, even though they created these sensitive locations within New York State where you can't carry a weapon, Leosa was caveated. So oh, I used to really? Tell, so I used to tell people, as bad as people think New York is, Jersey is worse. Because <laughs> New York City actually has always recognized Leosa carry. It was in New York. It was in NYPD's directives that they would recognize a Leosa carry, even from outside of the city, outside of the state. All it said in New York City's directives was, if you are stopped and you have a Leosa credential, you may be detained to verify it, either an on-street interview or brought to the station house. <clears throat> that was it, though. Jersey was worse than New York with gun, with, with gun rules related to law enforcement officers. One other, one other question. Um, I was made aware of a San Diego case where a... San Diego police officer um, made a stop on a guy who was carrying under Leosa, and she told him that it didn't apply in California and arrested him. Yep. And and uh, and that she was eventually sued, and and the guy collected a pretty nice payday. Hey, listen, and that is the problem: is states around the country have browbeat their law enforcement officers to believe that their state statutes are the governing statutes with a federal law. Made no sense, makes no sense. And like I said, if you poll a lot of the cops, especially in Jersey, they have no idea what Leosa really is. They'll tell you you got to call a firearms unit in New Jersey. So that's even questionable what their what information they're giving out to people because it's always conflicting. Listen, it was so bad that when we, when we uh, issued the lawsuit, and Brett pointed this out before, that the AG's office redid their frequently asked questions, which is what they used as the governing document for Leosa carry in New Jersey. And they, under threat of the lawsuit, they changed it to recognize out-of-state Leosa qualified carry people, federal agents living in New Jersey, but still would not recognize their own officers. And they did this via an FAQ on the website. So Jersey is, uh, so we're very happy with the direction the way the lawsuit went. Well, well, we've all heard this horror stories. Now, it's funny you say New Jersey's tougher than New York, because I've always heard it about New York. Um, and, and. Am I, I'm not, I don't, I don't blame I'm mistaken. Leosa covers both active and retired. There are provisions for both in the statute, correct? Correct. Yeah. Leosa has provisions for both active and retired law enforcement officers. The active component is it breaks down state barriers. So you can carry across state lines. So if an NYPD cop goes in hot pursuit to Jersey or Jersey trooper ends up in Manhattan on a hot pursuit case, Nobody's stopping him and tell him you can't be here. You don't have a you have a gun. We're going to arrest you, which used to happen back in the day oh. before Leosa. So it ended that. And then what Leosa set up for um, uh, qualified law enforcement officers, it set up for qualified retired law enforcement officers to be able to carry and also qualified law enforcement officers, which constituted the body of law enforcement officers that may have left the agency after 10 years. Perfect. All right, guys, time for a first commercial break, but we will be right back. You know, each year, the NAUMD Awards, they recognize the highest achievements in the uniform industry, and Gall's customers have impressively won five 2022 
NAUMD Awards, four Best Dressed Public Safety Awards, one Image of the Year Award, and Gall's also partnered with Smith & Warren for a shared win. So these all prove that once again, no one else in the uniform industry can match their expertise. So if your department is not in the uniform program at Gall's, like my former agency is, you should be. Now, Gall's has been doing this for more than 50 years, coast to coast. They partner with the most trusted brands and they're powered by technology that's built to make it easier than ever for you to get the gear that you need. You deserve the best customer service and Gall's is committed to delivering nothing less. Now, they relentlessly serve every order and every call with a smiling hello. So when many things have been stacked against law enforcement, Gall's is there to lift law enforcement back up to its rightful place of honor. It's time for you to experience the new Gall's and that is at Gall's.com. Well, welcome back to the Leo Roundtable Show. Um, yeah, fascinating uh, topic, Leosa. We always get a lot of questions when we do anything on Leosa. It's been quite a while since we've covered anything. Um, Brett Bartlett, certified by gumlearn.com. You have some words for us. You know, when I do um, Leosa recalls here in Florida, according to the rules, there's no class. There's no, there's no period of instruction. It's simply this. You show up, you shoot the 40-round state of Florida course, you pass it with a certain percentage. I give you a CJSTC-600 card that says on this certain date you qualify you know, with a revolver or some automatic or both, and off you go. And guys are going, uh, you know, do, you, do I need to prove anything else? No, you don't need to prove anything else. It's up to you. It's The burden is on you to carry this card and carry your credentials. That's your business. But I know agencies here in Florida that make people go through like an eight-hour course, and they're going, Why? they're scared. They're scared of the liability. And when you read all about Leos in Florida, the, the liability is minimal. You shoot the, you shoot the course, here's your card. The rest is up to you. There is no liability. That's one of the big misnomers with Leos. And that's where the problems with a lot of the agencies, including the federal agencies, there is no liability. Basically when a Leosa credential is issued to a law enforcement officer, either when they leave the agency or when they retire, it's a snapshot in time. All the agency is saying is at that point in time, that individual was met all the qualification standards for Leosa to be given this card. That's it. That argument about liability, then every concealed carry permit ever issued in the history of the country would extend the liability back to the state that issued it when somebody went rogue and, and shot up somebody who had a valid concealed carry permit. So that whole liability issue is a farce and it's a misunderstanding of the law. Yep. It's just it, it makes me sick because you have smart people in law enforcement, but they can't read black and white at times. And it's very disheartening. You know, and I agree. You know, I think most agencies, most agencies here in Florida, I don't even think they do it simply because they're concerned about liability. But like you said, Don, it's, it's, it's a ridiculous argument. It's a ridiculous um, argument. And your, and your point, too, Brett, about the qualification course, I tell I tell people to the Leosa qual course is meant to be able for you to show up, show you can still work your gun, show yeah. you can put some holes in paper. And, you know, and you're not going to shoot yourself or somebody else. That's pretty much what the Leosa qualification course is. You know, some, and I, I get a lot uh, of pushback from uh, some of the active duty guys, you know, the 30, 40 year, year old guys that are that are You know, I'm the cops and you're not, you know, you retired cops don't mean anything. What, listen, you know, and it's like they say, well, you know, you guys have to shoot a course. There's no I said, listen, across the country. Active duty cops miss 75% of all shots fired. So, but yeah. you're going to lay that on us? I don't think so. Listen, when I was at the Secret Service, we qualified four times a year on three different weapon systems. And it was a lot of running and shooting and moving going on. I don't want to do that now. I just want to show them I can shoot my gun and that I can decide who's a bad guy and who's a good guy. That's what Leosa was geared for. It was, you know, the Congress did it to create a force multiplier on the streets of America to help 
if an emergency happens, if you're in a restaurant or you're in the mall and the active shooter situation develops and you're the only one there and there's no cop around that there's somebody able to respond to help. And that's what Leosa was geared towards. So it's a shame that it's been misconstrued. Don, in the beginning, if I remember, and it's been a long time, the Leosa, the emphasis of the Leosa language is always on your body of work as a law enforcement professional, that you've done it all these years, not that you're going to shoot at a certain level. It was no. that they recognize your body of work. Yeah, they well, that, and that's what Leosa basically was. Leosa, I always say, is a right. Leosa was a right for a concealed carry waiver extended by Congress, upheld by federal courts around the country to law enforcement officers to recognize that they spent a career carrying a gun, drawing a gun out of their holster. And uh, if they haven't gotten in trouble, then in their retirement time, they should be able to do the same thing and not cause any problems. So it's um, interestingly enough, one of the problems with Leosa has been, though, that because everybody around the country kind of viewed it through state law, when people brought court challenges, they brought them to the state courts. Uh-huh. And the state courts, especially in Jersey, and the state courts and the state judges, of course, were ruling on state law. Or as the New Jersey Attorney General's Office told us in our meeting back in November of 2019, he said, we feel our statute is defensible under the Jersey Constitution. And when I looked at it and I said to them, well, what about the U.S. Constitution? They looked at their hands and twiddled their thumbs. So that was one of the issues with the previous Leosa lawsuits, which is why when we filed a lawsuit and based it on the Leosa statute, and actually we inserted um, statements from Congress about it, um, and we took it to federal court. And we're very thankful we took it to the federal court we did, and the judge we had was the judge we had. You know, uh, Don, I know one issue in Florida is, is that, you know, the federal statute, from what I understand, the feds consider a firearm, it can be revolver or pistol, but in Florida, they want you to qualify. If I want to carry a revolver under Leosa, they're going to make me qualify with a revolver. And it's not, it's not just, um, you know, one type of gun. Well, the Leosa, the Leosa statute, it says you should qualify on the firearm system you intend to carry. So some states have interpreted that if you're going to carry a revolver, you have to qualify with a revolver. But if you want to carry a pistol, qualify with a pistol. And, they, and listen, we all have to admit they function differently. You know, if you're, shoot, if you're shooting a five shot or a six shot, it's a different weapon than if you're slapping a, a magazine in and you're firing, you know, a Glock or a cig or whatever. So a lot of states have done that, I think probably more for a safety reason than anything else. All the federal statute says, though, is you should qualify with this with a firearm that is the similar system that you carry. That's it. It doesn't get into whether it needs to be a pistol or a revolver. It doesn't get that specific. States have made it more specific. Okay. And even the uh, the letter from the Florida AG a couple years ago, it's it's vague on that. Yeah. But, but when I read it, it makes me believe that you need to qualify with both. And I'm OK with qualifying with both because exactly what you just said. Yeah. And I, ha- I have guys come to me uh, that want to do both. No big deal. Let's, it takes another five or 10 minutes out of the day. You shoot them both. And that way we make darn sure that if it becomes an issue, we've taken care of it. Yeah. Well, and to go back, Brett, to the whole liability thing that you guys brought up before, there is a liability under Leosa carry and it's on an individual officer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you still need to be, and this is what I t- try to tell uh, folks too, you know, there still is an onus on you to be proficient and to be in a legally defensible position. God forbid you do have to use force. Or you do have to pull out your firearm. You're still going to be in that testimonial cop mode of explain why, explain how, explain who, state the facts. And God forbid you shoot somebody, you know, articulate why you use deadly force, how and why, and show that you were able to use your weapon. 
if you qualified with that similar type of weapon, that answers one of those questions about, hey, um, did you know how to use that weapon? Which defense attorneys, of course, love, you know, one of the first questions they ask. I think that's in Defense Attorney School 101. All right, guys. Uh, hey, thank you, Don. Time for another commercial break, but we'll be right back. So let's talk about industry leader in technology solutions for law enforcement. It's Guardian Alliance Technologies. Their software will cut background investigators' time in half. Now, we all know there's a call for more accountability in hiring and selecting who gets to wear the badge. And with Guardian, they developed a CGIS-compliant background investigative software platform that helps weed out problematic applicants in record time. And with Guardian, the entire background check process, it's more comprehensive, but it's also much faster for both the agency and the applicants. So I strongly recommend that you visit them today at Guardian Alliance Technologies. And also, if you're worried about upfront fees or long-term commitments, they don't exist with Guardian. Also, MyMedicare.Live. You know, there are over 80 options in Hillsborough County, where I'm at in Florida alone, uh, just involving Medicare. So how do you know that you're getting the, the benefits that are good for your specific healthcare needs? The answer is simple. Contact MyMedicare.Live or call area code 813-245-6656, especially if you're in Florida or the Tampa Bay area. Talk to James or Bobby. Um, they will meet with you in person. If you're close, they'll find plans that your doctors accept, and they'll get you more of the benefits that you actually qualify for. So again, that's MyMedicare.Live or 813-245-6656. 6656. Welcome back to Leo Roundtable Show. Um, any more uh, questions, guys, on Leosa? And if it, well, Lieutenant Randy. I, I had one other. Um, so you're, of course, familiar with these uh, CCW insurance companies. Is there one that is specific for Leosa or one that is um, that, that you think is, is more uh, tuned to it? Uh, not that I know of. I think there's a couple of firms out there peddling Leosa coverage, but you know, I say uh, buyer beware. Even with the CCW policies, buyer beware. Um, you know, check the policy, check to see it's legitimate, check to see it's going to do what you do. I mean, I had professional liability insurance when I was working for the Secret Service, and I carried that during my career um, as a backstop in case the federal government decided to cut me loose if something happened, which, you know, is always, is always potential. But, um, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know what a Leosa, a, a Leosa or a CCW policy would do that like a homeowner's policy wouldn't cover you for. I don't know. All right. Very good guys. Um, and, uh, and thank you. Thank you, Don. Excellent material. I, I, I'm hoping you stick around for the rest of the show because, you know, being former Secret Service like Mike Roach here, I, I, I hope that you, you weigh in on some of these things that we've got coming up. Thanks, guys. Great show. Um, so thanks for being here. And, and Don, thanks for being a special guest this, this evening and fabulous information about Leosa. And a shout out to our sponsors, Gauls, Guardian Alliance Technologies, GunLearn.com, MyMedicare.Live, TAC-Tote.com. Also to Bang Energy for Fuelness and hope everybody has a wonderful and a safe week.